welcome to the Words of Grace podcast, where we seek to clarify, amplify, and apply the Sunday morning sermon at Grace Community Church. From time to time, we'll address other topics. We hope these podcasts help you press the Word of God into your everyday life. And today is September the 19th, and I'm with Scott Patty for a Words of Grace podcast. Good afternoon, Justin. Good afternoon. Beautiful day. Great yeah. day to be here with you. It was. Yesterday was great. It was a wonderful day at Grace Community Church. I was telling um, someone in our community group last night that one of my favorite places in the worship hall is right before you get up on stage. So we get this perspective because we get on stage, but to see, look around and see uh-huh. everyone singing. Yeah. And I just, I thought, I told, I had this thought, I go, there's nowhere else I would want to be right now mm-hmm. than right in this place. Yeah. Like, it's just so encouraging to so see. So explain what you mean. So, you, yeah. you know, when you, like before you Yeah, get up, before you do a congregational reading uh-huh. or before you do the announcements or you, we always have to walk up on stage. And so we have these little steps to the right. Uh-huh. So you, it's kind of a long walk, longer than the old chapel. That's right. And so you kind of have to start your way up a little sooner. You're going to be, everyone's uh-huh. going to be sitting there in silence. Um, and so I, you kind of get to turn. And in this room, you know, it's just, it, it feels like you're very close. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the way it's shaped, mm-hmm. and you got the balcony, and mm-hmm. you got the lower level, and just seeing people sing. Yeah, so you get to watch, you, you get, get to, to watch. you get to see, and yes, and those that get to walk up on the like me and you <laughs> yeah. and others. That, so yeah, that's what you're referring to, and I, I do wish it would be fun if everyone could have that perspective. And I've sat in the back, and I've sat in the front. And they're all, I mean, it all sounds good in that room, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't know in the front. It's like you hear that volume mm-hmm. of singing. Yeah. It feels it lands on me, and yeah, it's just, it's I'm glad that it lands on me. Yeah, so, it's beautiful. So it's beautiful. good. So it was a great Sunday. Um, yeah. and so we were in um, John, I was going to say Acts 17. Nope, John 17. <laughs> um, you may mention something in Acts 17 in a little bit, but John 17, uh, the high priestly prayer, and Jesus praying that we be kept. Yeah. Uh, so talk a little bit about the sermon, kind of where you went, and some of the points. I find this to be a very um, encouraging uh, um passage there's there's a lot of care there's a lot of um the love of christ for his church is so evident in Mm -hmm. this passage that he is he is praying the night before he's crucified he is praying for his disciples and and because of the disciples he's praying for the church that we would be kept that Mm -hmm. the the heavenly father he calls him holy father Mm -hmm. would keep his people who are who belong to him? Who he called out of the world, gave to his son. His son gave eternal life. The church that they would be kept in the name of God, and they would be kept from the evil one. Mm-hmm. And you hear that theme um, of being kept in the Old Testament in the Book of Psalms. We read it on Sunday, Psalm one hundred and twenty-one, mm-hmm. that God keeps us, keeps our foot from slipping, keeps us from evil, keeps us protected. Um, and so here Jesus is, is praying that. And so we were just in that section, just remembering mm-hmm. that Jesus, first of all, that he does care for us and love us enough to pray for us, that he did pray for us, that the Father is going to hear the prayer of the Son. How could he not? Mm-hmm. And that that prayer was, it would be that we would be kept in the name of God, and meaning being kept in God, being kept in the character and nature the revelation of God, the plan of God for salvation. This is the word of God, all coming from the name of God. Jesus uses these phrases that are big, and we have to unpack them like the name of God and the word of God. But that's what he means. 
and that, that we would be kept there. In other words, kept saved, kept yeah. as, God, as God's people. And then he prayed that we would be kept from the evil one because we live in a world and the evil one, though he is defeated at the cross mm-hmm. for, for whatever reason, in God's own sovereign plan, in his own sovereign wisdom, um, God is, is, he defeated, Christ defeated the enemy at the cross, but he will finally put him down and render him um, with no more influence in the world at the return of Christ. And we live in that season where it's between the cross and the return. Mm-hmm. And so the devil who is defeated, though, is still influencing and still still waging, still battling on. His defeat is sure, but he's, he's not, he hasn't been cast down yet. And so we are influenced, we're tempted, we're, we're, we're battered by him. Mm-hmm. And Jesus prayed for us because he loves us, that we would be kept from his, from his domination over us. Uh, we, he, he will attack us, but that mm-hmm. we'd be kept from being devoured and destroyed by him. Right. So there you have it. It's a prayer for perseverance in God and protection from the evil one that Jesus yeah. prayed on the final night. And I just find it incredibly yeah. encouraging to the church to remember in the darkest days when, when mm. it just seems like you know the individual Christian or the church at large or a single congregation, when it just seems like it's so dark and does anybody believe and you know is the gospel really winning? Yes. Yeah. Christ right. has prayed yep. and it will be. Yeah. Yeah, we were, uh, again, referencing my community group. A lot of people that were there, you know, it was just really fun just to hear how encouraging this whole prayer was, mm-hmm. you know, just for our souls. And I even liked what you said, you know, just uh, uh, when you were talking about this whole thing of uh, of Jesus praying, just the, the amazing reality mm-hmm. that he prayed out loud mm-hmm. for his disciples to hear this mm-hmm. so that it would get recorded, mm-hmm. so it would be in our Bible. And it's just... It's just so encouraging, yeah. Um, and encouraging. To, and you, yeah, I think at one point in the sermon you said, "I mean, of course he would want to answer the Savior's prayer." Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. another great reminder. Mm-hmm. Um, so, very, very encouraging. Mm-hmm. I got a couple of questions, and one of the ones I want to I want to ask you uh, in terms of Jesus praying about us being kept mm-hmm. in the faith, being kept faithful. Um, how would you encourage us as a church? To be seeing the ways that he is keeping us, okay. you know, how, how would you encourage us to uh, to open our eyes and be aware of of, of the different ways that he's keeping us? Yeah, in yeah. faith. That's a that's a wonderful question, Justin. For this reason, um, I think often we think that something big has to happen mm-hmm. um, for there to be evidence that God is keeping us. Yeah. Or that maybe, or, or that maybe God only keeps us in those big moments, mm-hmm. uh, those big moments of temptation or crisis or whatever, mm-hmm. and then God swoops in and, yeah, you know, delivers and, and, and he well he does do that. Right. You know, he's called yeah. the deliverer, but I think I think we should understand the keeping of God that He's keeping us in His name and that He's keeping us from the evil one, as more of a, a moment by moment existence. Yeah. Uh, we can see that God is keeping us by the very fact that we still believe in Him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are saved by grace, and we are kept saved by grace. Yeah. Uh, and faith is a gift of grace to be saved, and faith, ongoing faith is a gift of grace to continue to be saved and yeah. to continue to be sanctified or to grow in Christ. It's all of God, isn't it? Yeah. And so moment by moment, um, our breath— 
Uh, there's Acts 17. Uh, yeah. Our very being, our breath, we have this from God. We're being kept. Our, our present faith is a gift from God. We're being kept. Our growth in holiness, our pressing on in sanctification is a gift from God. We're being kept. Mm-hmm. He's keeping us moment by moment. And we just, it's hard to realize that because yeah. um, sometimes even when we're being kept by God, the emotions are low. Yeah. The circumstances are hard. The sin struggles are real. Yeah. The relationships are broken and strained. And we say, oh, why isn't God keeping me? Well, he is. Yeah. It's just, it's just hardship. I, I give you a, here's a little story, a little, uh, it's a real story. Um, and I shared it years ago with Grace, the members of Grace, so some maybe remember this. And, you know, I've only got about four or five real good stories. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I repeat them. No, it's not true. I have more than four or five, six or eight. But um, <laughs> anyway, there's one that I always think of when I think about God keeping us. Hmm. When I was a child, I remember um, I was a skinny little child, mm-hmm. uh, little boy, and I my older brother and sister could swim. They were bigger than me, older than me, and bigger and stronger. And they could swim from the shore of this little lake, the shoreline, out to a dock that we would go to on vacation out out in in East Tennessee. We'd go to a, a lake. And I never could because I was too little for those couple of years that we went. So one year I asked my father if I could start at the dock and swim into the shore because I I was thinking if I could run and jump, you know, that saves me some swim time, you know. <laughs> and so he said, okay. And he got out in the lake to catch me and or to be with me and uh, because he knew I was not going to be able to do it. <laughs> so I took a running start, and I just jumped as far as I could, and I landed in the water, and I started pounding my hands, my, my arms, you know, just, just flailing along trying to swim. Yeah. And I, I got, you know, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds into this going to the shore, and I'm just totally exhausted. And my dad scoops me up mm-hmm. and I'm, he's taking me to the shore and I'm just clinging to him. I mean, I'm just squeezing on to him and, uh, and, and, you know, thinking I've got this, you know, I, I've got to do this. I've got to squeeze hold of my dad. I can't let go of my dad. I, 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 you see. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until much later in life that I realized that my dad was the one that mattered like he was the one right. that was holding on to me yeah to get me to the shore yeah uh you know when i was when you're a little boy you think i've boy i'm glad i can hold on to my dad and when you grow up you think oh, i'm glad my dad was holding on to me right so it's just always been a a, a visual in my head that it it's it, it, god is not just kind of on in the big stuff it's like moment by moment he's getting me all the way home yeah he's keeping He's, his grace is sufficient. He's undergirding. Yep. So, you know, the very fact that, that we're in faith, that we're progressing, yeah. we're, we're still showing up, we're still growing, yeah. we're still seeing sin be put to death, we're seeing character of Christ coming into our lives, we're serving and doing what he's called us to do, it means that he's, he's keeping us. Yeah. And we should look at it that way. That would encourage yeah, that would encourage our our church. I like what you're saying too, because I, I I like the the idea that one I think too, because you're speaking to reality, which I, I've always enjoyed about your preaching to me, my own life and my own discipleship, because I think you just said in there, because sometimes when you're in those dark moments, it's hard to see. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's just reality. That's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Cause I think sometimes you're like, well, why can't I get it? Well, I don't understand. It's like, mm-hmm. well, sometimes when you're in the pit, it's mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. But I think what you just said is helpful is just to step back for a moment mm-hmm. 
and look around at your life. Yeah. And you'll begin to see these evidences that, yeah, he is keeping me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you know, we've talked about this a lot, but even, even when you just show up to church, mm-hmm. okay, like I'm here, mm-hmm. I, I got the energy to sit in this place and mm-hmm. hear the word of God. That's evidence that he's keeping me. That's right. You and, know, and we know what we're saying yeah. by that. We, we know we're not saying, you know, right. Um, show up and fake it you right, know, yeah, or, yeah. or, or, um, just attending church gets it done. We all yeah, hope yeah, everybody at Grace yeah, knows yeah. what we mean. Right. We mean, we mean that we take a, that showing up is a step of faith. Right. God, I'm, I'm, my emotions may not be here today. My circumstances are challenging. I'm mm-hmm. really struggling, but by faith, yeah. I'm going to be where you want me to be, yeah. or I'm I'm going to read my Bible. Yeah, I'm going to pray about this. I'm going to go to church yeah. by faith because I believe in that. Yeah, it's a means. It's part of your keeping me. Yeah, and you will continue to move me in the direction that you want me to go to conform me to Christ. Um, but anyway, yeah. yeah, he's he's keeping us. That that's the point I would say to our yeah, church. It's just good. just think about you know think about that he's he's actually doing it right. moment by moment. The other thing I want to ask a question mm-hmm. about, maybe you could amplify a little bit, where at the end of your exhortation you talked, one of them was, uh, this prayer should become our pursuit. Mm-hmm. So can you kind of amplify that a little bit? Like, how would you encourage us to to make it our pursuit? What does that look like? You okay. Know, I know every, every person, how they're going to apply that may be a little different, but, you know, like, yeah. what do you see in that? How to pursue yeah. that? Well... Yeah, I did say that, and and that I think that is accurate. <laughs> I said it. I hope it, I hope it's accurate. But I think I've, you know, sitting here today, I would probably qualify a, a bit. Okay. Um, so uh, the things there, God is working. God is sovereign. God's plan for from all of eternity is a is a sure and settled plan. He will accomplish what He's going to accomplish. Now. That that process of God doing that is in humanity and with humans and even with the church is an, is an up and down. And as we mm. just said, the individual Christian is is true at large too. That there's there are dry seasons, there are challenges, there are hardships, and all that. But God's purpose is going to is going to be fulfilled. That's what God intends to do. And then God has done some things mm-hmm. uh, that that are settled. And the primary one is the cross and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He has done that. And Jesus is actually praying about that at the beginning of this prayer. Glorify, Father, glorify the Son that the Son may glorify you. And he's talking about through the cross that's upcoming. We can't pursue that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's God's work. Right. It's done work. It's right. cross work. It's atonement work. And, and that work is finished. Yep. So... That part of the prayer and that part of the work of God, we do not, quote, pursue in doing it because it's done. Right. But then we can also see there are some prayers, like here in John 17, that Jesus prayed that we would be kept in the name of God and that we would, that we would be kept from the evil one. Well, God is going to do that. Let's be very, very clear. Here's my qualifier. Let's be very clear. clear. God is going to do that for his church and for his people. Mm-hmm. We cannot get it done for God. Mm-hmm. we really don't even contribute to God doing it as if he needs us. Mm-hmm. It's simply that we learn and know that's what he is doing. That's what he desires. That's his will. And so we make that then our 
pursuit, right. our, our goal, it, our, our pressing on. Mm-hmm. We press on to know God, as Paul said, right. press on to know him because God will keep us in his name. Mm-hmm. We resist the devil because God intends to keep us from the evil one. So yeah. it, it's not that we are actually contributing to God. He's going to do it, but we see the priorities that Jesus has for his church in his prayer. And so we make them ours mm. and we, and we press on in them. Yeah. We pursue them. So very simply as a disciple of Jesus, when I hear Jesus praying that, that, that his disciples would be kept from the evil one, it, it just awakens me to the reality of the devil who prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Mm-hmm. And it motivates me to want to resist him firm in my faith. Yeah. So that's that's what we mean, and yeah. and that's how that's why the prayers of Jesus, the commands of Jesus, mm-hmm. the, the the scripture yeah. at large show us ways to pray and to mm-hmm. pursue what yeah. it means to follow Christ. Yeah. Well, thank you so much just for a great sermon. And one of the encouragements I think you gave uh, probably at the beginning is just taking time even over the next you know couple of weeks is just pulling out this high priestly prayer yeah. and just reading it in one sitting. That's just right. Read, read this whole, whole prayer. We're, 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 you know, taking section by right. section, but it's really is encouraging to read it yeah. and pray it, you know, as part of your prayer time yeah. from beginning to end. Yeah. Great. Well, we'll look forward to another part in uh, John chapter 17 right. this upcoming week. We'll do it. Yeah.